Good morning and welcome to episode 256 of Taking the Charge podcast. With you from Regensburg, Germany, I'm David Hein of Hein News. Thank you for stopping by. Great to have you on board for some hoops talk. Um, just a few things uh, before we get to talking too much about it. Let you know how you can get in contact with the show, you can reach out to me on Twitter. I am at High News, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. The email address is highnews at gmx.de. Website is highnews.com. The Facebook group is Taking the Charge Podcast. Go ahead and put that in the search bar, Taking the Charge Podcast, and you can catch up to us in the group. You want to go to iTunes, rate and review the show. Go for that. Fantastic. Would be wonderful to have that from y'all. And uh, you can also be a patron. You can support the show. Go to patreon.com slash taking the charge and show your love for the work that is done for taking the charge. All right. Um yeah, actually, uh, there's there's some some basketball going on. Um, the Asia Cup just started yesterday. Um, was taking in a little bit of that yesterday. Kind of taking in a little bit of that today. Um, yesterday, you had uh, New Zealand and um, Australia. Japan was playing against Australia. Kind of got beat down pretty pretty good there, and um, Lebanon Korea was a good game. Lebanon prevailed seventy two sixty six, and uh, this morning there was uh, Philippines against China. It's a different China team's not you know the superstars. Um, Philippines took that one. Also you know you have Iran in this uh, in the tournament so. Some good teams, and um, not not the the you know not really the super superstars, uh, just because there's uh, various other things going on, and and um, so, uh, but that just started up yesterday, and that goes until the twentieth, which is uh, a week from Sunday. Uh, so you can follow that on the FIBA dot basketball slash Asia Cup slash 2017. You go there, check that out. The games are shown live on um, livebasketball.tv. Um, and there is also the, the European, uh, no, let's see. They are the uh, FIBA Basketball World Cup qualifiers, pre-qualifiers. Love that. The European pre-qualifiers. So that is uh, teams like uh, Bosnia, uh, Sweden, uh, Estonia, Estonia, Portugal. Um, and there's uh, actually three games going on right now. And, and uh, looks like those games are uh, going on again on Saturday. So you can catch those games on Saturday. Let's see if I can find that schedule for those who might not want to take time and look and find out where the schedule is. Um, yeah, so today, Wednesday, it'd be probably too late to, to know about those through the podcast. There's five games on Saturday, the 12th, and then five more on Wednesday, the 16th, and five more on the Saturday, August 19th. Uh, and so that, and that's the end, that's the end of the pre-qualifiers. And then we will know, uh, three, is that right? Uh, one, two, three, no, we'll know four teams, the final four teams. Uh, no, that's not correct. One, two, the final eight teams, uh, the final eight teams that will then go to, um, that will then go to the European qualifiers. So these are the pre-qualifiers. These are sort of the, the last teams of, um, you know, not not quite as, as highly rated, whatever you want to call it, like that. And um, and so we're looking for the final eight teams of um, for the 
World Cup qualifiers. So we're talking 2019. So these games are going for 2019. Those qualifiers uh, start in November. So first we play all the Continental Cups. And then in November is the qualifiers. So uh, that's when the win windows start and whatnot. So you can go uh, in those games. Um, actually, to be honest, I'm not sure where those games actually are going to be, be shown. Um, but uh, I'm sure you can find them somewhere. Um, and, um, yeah, so Bosnia... Yeah, Bosnia. If you want to check out, um, if you want to check out Dusan Musa, you know, really playing a key part in that team, uh, you can do that. And um, yeah, so go check him out. Uh, the other thing that's uh, it's actually not going to be going on right now. It's starting on 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 set on um, <clears throat> Friday. Sorry uh, about the voice. Friday is the. Uh, FIBA Under-16 European Championship. That's in Podgorica in Montenegro. And um, I'll be at that. The The Division B starts on starts on Thursday. So that actually tips off tomorrow. And uh, so you can follow those games on, on, on FIBA's YouTube channel. All of the games on from the U16 are going to be on the... are going to be on YouTube as well. So you can go follow those as well. Um... Yeah, it, you know, it's yeah, you kind of have to say you know the usual, the usual, uh, um, the usual candidates to to do something good at this tournament. Um, you look at, you know, Spain's the the reigning champion, um, two of the last four, four of the last eleven. You know, Lithuania. You know, the, since the last time they won in in two thousand eight, they finished. They went to the final four times. Um, Lost to Spain twice, Croatia and and Bosnia. Um, Turkey have uh, Turkey won it in two thousand twelve, and uh, then took uh, third place in ten two thousand ten and the last two years. So, you know, we have to think that, um, yeah, that it's gonna be the usual. You know, the usual top teams going at Serbia. You know, they haven't won a title since 2007. They did finish second in 2013. They're going to be a pretty good team. Um, I think that Spain, um, you, you wish they had Garuba, uh, who was the MVP of the tournament last uh, last year, who still would be a year younger, but he's not going to be able to make it. He uh, is injured. Um, but you know you still have uh, Golden Tika, you you have uh, Jaime Pradilla, you have uh, Hector Aldet um, You know, so you still have quite a bit of talent on that team. France are going to be absolutely loaded with um, Teo Maladon, Killian Hayes, um, Esome Miem, Timothy Crusoe. You know, this is uh, this is going to be a good team. Uh, Lithuania are going to be really good as well. Um, you know, you look at the, you look at um, what's his name, Adestas. Uh, I'm trying to think if I can get that mess. Kanslerskas. Uh, sorry about about uh, messing that one up. Um, you have uh, Ye uh, Yeral Yer Again, you have Marco uh, Blazovic. It's also pretty highly touted. You know, so this is a really good, going to be a really good uh, Lithuanian team. Croatia could be really, really good as well. You have Perovic, per Perasovic's son, the head coach of uh, of the national of the Croatian national team, you have Matja Rudan. Um, Germany, Germany's loaded. Germany is so stacked. You have Kai Brunke. You have Ariel uh, Hukporti. You have Luke Van Slotten. You have Jason George. You have Timo Lanmula, um, Len Schurman. Schurman. 
you know, you got a lot. That's a, that is a one loaded team. Serbia is going to be really good as well. Um, Zivanovic, you have uh, Tanaskovic, I think his name. Uh, Dusan Tanaskovic. Let's see if they. Uh, yeah, Tanaskovic, exactly. Tanaskovic, Zivanovic, I, I think I said. Uh, 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 Georgia Pazin. Very very good player, and uh, he'll probably probably be their main dude there. Uh, you also have the younger brother of um, of uh, uh, Miskovic, the MVP from the under eighteen. Um, drawing a blank on his son's name, um, but but that's a loaded team as well. Uh, Slovenia have a nice uh, grouping of uh, Gregor Glass, uh, Ruk uh, Radovic, and um, and you also have uh, Ziga Samar, I think his name is, and you also have uh, Matija Smodas' uh, uh, son Luka, uh, who might uh, have uh, some, ha might have an interesting. Uh, really looking forward to seeing him play. Um, Italy, uh, they have a. A Italian Jamaican English guy, uh, Grant, uh, and that's uh, Italy's going to be interesting because their main guy, their their probably their their point guard, and is going to be uh, Nico Manion, and he was actually one of the finalists for the USA team for the FIBA U16 America Championship, and this uh, earlier this summer. In Argentina, but didn't make the team. And his Italian roots, uh, he uh, with his Italian roots, he's decided to now play for Italy. But he only got to Italy. He only came to Europe about five, four or five days ago now, and uh, didn't play in any games. So they're gonna probably, I can imagine that's gonna be some uh, kind of tough, kind of tough getting him sort of incorporated. Uh, you know, he's also got to get used to the different. Um, the different style of play. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say uh, that that uh, I'm not going to condone betting, but I would probably say that France are going to be a pretty uh, are going to beat Italy pretty handily in that first game because that's a pretty uh, pretty good France group uh, with lots of pressure, lots of length, lots of athleticism. And I don't know if um, Manion is going to be sort of ready to uh, handle that team yet. Um, look more towards the Estonia game, and, and, and then you know even Russia might be a, a tough one uh, for for Manion. You know they also have Skina, who's more of like this small scrappy point guard that they that the Italians always sort of have, and the other guy is. Um, I think it's Lorenzo Donadio. Uh, uh, so those are a couple names to watch out for the Italians. Montenegro uh, have a nice trio in Jovan. Um, <laughs> Jovan uh, Klacic. And you also have Stefan. Stefan, let's see if I can find him here. Where is he, Stefan? Um... Ah, oh, there he is, Mahalovic, and you also have Bogdan, uh, Bogdan uh, Tomasovic. Uh, so that's going to be a good trio uh, uh, for the host team, and uh, yeah, so that's a good, good, uh, good picking. Uh, Turkey, uh, don't really know loads about them. Um, uh, Mustafa Kurtu, uh, where am I at? Kurtuludum uh, is uh, probably one of be their main guys. You also have Kuchuk, who's the point guard, and uh, Kalabilian is a big, and uh, also um, Ki Kichiriman is also a big. So that's kind of a, some of those guys. Uh, yeah, again, this starts on 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 the 11th, so that is on Friday. Go check it out. Um, uh, follow the follow the live updates, uh, the blog on the site. I'll be I'll be running that. So come on over and and take a um, uh, enjoy uh, following the tournament in that way. 
Um, but I think it's going to be pretty good hoops. And the top five, we're looking for five spots for the FIBA uh, FIBA U17 Basketball World Cup uh, next year in Argentina. Um, so top five will be in that tournament. I uh, was looking uh, at the temperatures today in Podgorica. It's warm. And uh, I think it was, I, somebody said it was 45 today. Um, so... Uh, I can imagine that the guys are going to be kind of gassed um, uh, for the uh, if they have the early games and kind of hoping for the late games. I sure hope the uh, sure hope the uh, the venue is uh, is is pretty good, air conditioned, because uh, uh, otherwise it's going to be pretty uh, pretty tough. But um, yeah, that just makes the action that much that much more hot, huh? All right, so um, let's let's get to the interview because uh, I also I, I don't have loads of time and I need to uh, move on to, to finish packing and and everything else uh, over the course of the uh, rest of the day here. Um, the interview, my interview partner is Karina Stiuapo. Uh, she is sort of the jack of all trades um, with the uh, BC Tisham. Tiamashora. Sorry about that. The bludgeoning of that name. Um, uh, yeah, so she's uh, in charge of uh, quite a few different things there. Uh, I'll let her describe it uh, f- uh, to you. And uh, a good friend of mine who was really, uh, really looking forward to. I had been wanting to talk to her for a little bit and uh, figured it would be a good time. Now, Romania is kind of in the news basketball-wise. They are obviously co-hosting Eurobasket 2017, FIBA Eurobasket 2017, but they also just won uh, Division B at the Under-20 European Championship and uh, will be playing in Division A next year for the first time. And so kind of uh, some different things going on in, in Romanian basketball, which was the reason why I wanted to get on, get her on the show and to talk about that and uh, talk about plenty of other things. So... Without further ado, uh, here is Karina Stiopu. Enjoy. All right. So on the show this week, um, I'm not going to quite say an old friend because it hasn't been that long, but a good friend from the time that we did have, Karina Stiopu, the team manager with BC Timmy Timmy Shuara. Close enough. That was, that was very good. Wow, thank you that very much, good. Karina. You're so kind, <laughs> Karina. Thank, uh, thanks for coming on. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. Um, so I wanted to. There's a couple of things that that I want to talk about. We don't really talk much Romanian basketball on this podcast. In fact, I don't think I've really. Uh, well, I mentioned last week that the Romanians won the Division B U20. And we'll come to that. Um, but otherwise, we really haven't talked too much Romanian basketball on this podcast. And since I actually have a pretty decent connection with you into Romanian basketball, I figured let's bring you on. Uh, plus, I always do enjoy bringing on friends uh, just because it's a chance to um, just to t- talk. Um, so why don't we first start off with um, you kind of telling us what your uh, what your role is with BC Timishara, um, and also maybe a little bit of the club history for those who might not know uh, of of the club. Um, so a little bit about uh, your position with the club, and then sort of the 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 sort of long term standing that the club has within um, basketball in the country. Okay, so my position with the club, I honestly cannot narrow it down to something that's exactly that. Like if you are to read my job titles, I'm their team manager and their marketing manager as well. But I'm also handling uh, budgeting, contracts, sponsorship, competitions, event planning and social media too, as well as our second team league. Uh, second league team, sorry, and our uh, under 16. So it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> How many more hours in the day do you wish the day had? 
maybe like 20 extra. (laughs) (laughs) During the summer, it's just fine, you know, but once everything starts, I do need some extra hours for sure. I would need them. You know, it, it is a lot, but at this point, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Deep down, I think this is something I've always wanted. It's challenging. It's, it's thrilling. And, you know, I, I just realized something a couple of days ago. I, I managed to merge everything I've invested my time in, like education and basketball-wise. And it's just perfect. Uh-huh. Okay, to really narrow it down to something, it, I don't know. I'm enjoying life. That's my position, position with the club. I think that was the, 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 that was the, 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 the final straw that said, okay, I definitely need to have you on because you, you sounded so happy and, and positive and, and, and satisfied. And so that's why um definitely wanted to, to get you on. How long have you been in now? This is the season and a half now second season full season how long have you been with yeah. them a full season yes this would be my second second full season yes okay um and, and maybe just the club uh how how successful have they been in the past so we have been in the the top league for more than 30 years now that that is big for our city it represents tradition, you know. Um, over the years, we we changed names, of course, but uh, we're we're still one and the same. The team has won uh, the Romanian Cup in uh, 2010 and uh, 2015, and we are hoping to bring this back sometime soon, because we're missing we're missing it. Uh, we've had a couple of appearances in the finals, so I think I think we've been pretty decent overall. We've always been one of the strongest league, uh, one one of the strongest teams in the league, except uh, the previous season before my joining them, when we were close to relegating to the second league. Something. Something regarding finances went down there, and that happened. But uh, my my colleague, the general manager of the of the team, managed to save the club, and I couldn't be more happier. Because we are now on the fifth spot. You know, at the end of last season, we ended up on, on fifth with a fair chance of uh, going into the semis. And I think that says a lot about the ambition this club has, and about our plans of. Um, becoming stronger, you know, in the in the close future. Um, maybe about those long term ambitions. You know, you said you guys almost went down, and now you know you were, um, you know, close to having a um, home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. You know, maybe talk a little bit about the ambitions that you guys have. Let's say in the next two three years. We definitely want to be one of the top four teams in the league which means we want to pave our way, you know, towards playing a European competition. This is the goal, as well, along with, with uh, winning another trophy, Romanian Cup, basically, because our, our city enjoys this. And we enjoy, we enjoy being there. And th- this past season, Romanian Cup has been a flop for us, but we are prone to change things this upcoming season. Mm, let's let's kind of touch about touch touch upon a little bit into sort of the the state of the game in Romania. Um, you know, looking back, uh, I see the under 18s were in Romania uh, Division B back in in 2006. But um, you've had the you've had the U20s Division B in in 2008. Uh, 2013, and then this year as well. I know women's basketball is actually pretty decent in the in the the country as well. Uh, we'll we'll come to Eurobasket, you know, in in uh, in in a in a couple minutes. You're also co-hosting Eurobasket. Maybe talk about the state of basketball in the country. 
let's tend let's go a little bit more towards the men's side just because that's you know more what the audience but my what my audience you know kind of uh, is interested in but maybe sort of how you see the state of the game uh in the country i think basketball in romania has been on the rise and in a continuous process of improving over the past 15 years you know we had as a soft flesh they were the top of the top for 10 years plus they had the money, they had the right management, they had the right players, and they made it happen. And I feel that challenged uh, all other teams to focus on bringing in money and becoming stronger, you know. Uh, it challenged everyone to encourage their community to contribute of uh, to contribute to becoming a real opponent to us as flourished. And I'm happy that once they were out of the picture, this process kept going on and teams did not stop. You know, uh, I'm happy that Energia Tergugio uh, managed to snatch the bronze medal in 2015 in the Euro Challenge final. Um, and I'm happy for Oradia, you know, this past season, actually, they had the longest European campaign a Romanian club has ever had. And to me, that's, I don't know, I, I'm getting emotional talking about, uh, about this. Uh, also, Natalie even noticed for this upcoming season and the past season as well, actually, is uh, Ubete Cluj. They put together an amazing team. They uh, won the league almost undefeated. I just wish they had a longer, a longer campaign in Europe as well. How far did the the other team you mentioned? How far did they go? You said it was the, the furthest that they've gone. Uh, Oradia. Yeah. So they went, they started playing in Champions League, and I think they played a total of 12 games in both Champions League and FIBA Europe Cup. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. <laughs> yeah. Chesame Oradia is what you're yeah, yeah, yeah. looking for. Let's see. Let's see who's quicker. <laughs> um, and. When was the last time you guys played uh, European? Our team? Yeah. Our team played in Europe in 20... Yes. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that, sorry. Uh, 2012. 2012, okay. Yes. Let's see. Round of sixteen. Are you gonna get yes. that quick? Yes. Oh. Round of sixteen. Oh, there you go. Okay. In the in the Europe Cup, FIBA Europe yes. Cup. Okay. Yes. Cool. Cool. Um. This summer, the the country's already had a big success with the under twenty team winning um the mvp was a guy that uh, actually some actually people who who have followed youth basketball actually could slash should know um i'm gonna probably butcher his last name but emmanuel kate is that right yes Kuti. is that right yes emmanuel kate who who was actually in the final of the adidas next generation tournament with real madrid uh, and Luka Doncic back in 2015 and won that title. Um, and he came then to play again. He's always played for Romania, which you, you really have to uh, admire. Um, uh, sometimes the players in the big clubs uh, don't necessarily always play for their countries, but he's he's done that uh, repeatedly. Uh, the, the tournament was in Aradia. And uh, they won in front of the in front of the home home fans, um, and will play for the first time in the uh, uh, in the Division A. You know they knocked off um, Georgia they, and Croatia and Russia. 
was it was it Russia in the semis? Is that who it was? Uh, yeah. Yes, Russia in the semis, and then knocked off Croatia um, in the in the finals uh, in the final in the championship game. Maybe give us a little bit of understanding of what this could mean. Uh, it's an historical event for Romanian basketball, for sure. I think these guys, the players, needed this, you know, in order to develop not just as players, but as young men and show everything they are made of because they did show a lot of character out there. And I think us Romanians needed to see that happening. I really think they, everyone needed this at this point. Uh, I really, you know, want them to to use this huge victory as encouragement for for their future whenever they hit a low. You know, because as you've said, knocking out Croatia, Russia, and also Georgia. I mentioned Georgia. Georgia, this great, was, great team. Yeah. yeah. This was the first game they played, and they managed to get a win, and they kept on going. These three are basketball schools with tradition in Europe. And it was amazing for me to see such display of, of ambition, you know, and it, it was just very beautiful to watch. You and know, even, even, even the quarterfinal win over Portugal, because that, that was a very good Portugal team. Um, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and so, yeah, impressive, impressive. Um, and it looks like there's one, two guys from that team that will actually then go up and play Division A next year. Um, maybe the importance now of them actually being able to stay in Division A. And and I don't know how much you know of the of the next generation, the '98. Um, do you think that that's a team with enough players to to then stay in the Division A? And maybe how important I- that would be. I honestly haven't seen them all, but I know we are going to have one of our very own playing next year. And I'm talking about the city of Timisoara. We have one very good player who is now playing in Bucharest, and he's going to be part of that team. I, I cannot say too much about them. You know, I cannot talk too much about them because they, they were not in my in my in my view. But these guys who have just won, you know. This is the generation that's transitioning from youth to the seniors team. And as you said, there are only two of them who are going to play Division A next season, next year. And I think this, this was a huge pressure for them. Being in the, the generation in transition and playing at home in front of full gym and still snatching this victory, to me, to me it was great. I wish the next generation is going to have, I don't know, close to the same results next year because let's be realistic and, and keep our feet on the ground division a is going to be times harder than what these guys have just have just done yeah this this group of uh 98s looks like in the under 16s in 2016 so they would be playing in there age group they in their first game they ended up losing to luxembourg also lost to holland they did beat belgium pretty handily lost to belarus uh beat portugal lost to montenegro austria um so um at least from the names um it doesn't look like there's uh you know they were able to get the results necessarily um uh, but let's not put a downer on it right let's say yeah. um uh Going back to that that U twenty championship, um, there was a club connection. Uh, coach uh, Cotescu, uh, your coach was the coach there. Um, what were some of the things that 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 you as a club were happy about him going there and being able to do this? I'm happy for what for for this opportunity that showed up to him and. For the way he treated everything, the way he brought everything home, actually kept everything home. You know why? Because of our public. He has been our coach in the past as well, but only for a couple of months. And uh, then he he left coaching for joining the, the basketball federation. So after three years of working within the federation, we 
asked him to rejoin us. And the public, our public, was very skeptical about this. And they had criticized him nonstop for his every move, you know. And I'm very happy he did this because the club's uh, impression about the the fans' impression about him has totally changed. And now they, I hope they are going to give him the respect he deserves as a coach because he's done a lot more for Romanian basketball than people think. So he left, uh, looks like left in, in somewhere around 2013 then. And then, so he went to the Federation then, was working with the Federation. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, let's move to the big, to the big event. Um, the Eurobasket, which is going to tip off in less than a month. Um, and, uh, in, in Helsinki, Istanbul, uh, Tel Aviv and Cluj. Um, the last time Romania was at the Eurobasket was 1987. And, um, you know, we, we just talked about how some of the, you know, the basketball is advancing. Um, we kind of mentioned that, you know, the women's game is, is, uh, is maybe a little bit further along as far as, uh, international, uh, representation, whatnot. Um, let, let's, let's first start off with the meaning of this team, going back to the Eurobasket for the first time in 30 years? I think being a host city is a tremendous honor, not just for Romanian basketball, you know, but for our country. So I'm, I am very thankful to, to FIBA for paying us so much attention to everyone here who has been working hard to make this happen. I think uh, it's going to help uh, our game grow even more. I hope it's going to be appealing to kids, you know, and it's going to direct them towards basketball or at least towards sport. I hope it's going to feel uh, like a boost for our ways of marketing an event, our ways of managing an event and overall uh, being hosts to, to basketball events. I hope it's going to encourage people to accept that, you know, branding and merchandising are becoming a bigger part of the game everywhere in the world. And we are trying to make this happen here as well, because all teams in the league have been uh, working hard towards um, creating merchandise, you know, and convincing fans to, to be real fans. You know, um, I don't know what else to say. I'm very excited for the the experience the public is going to live while watching the greats play live, you know, in a full gym with with uh, a real basketball public. You know, I remember my first time attending Spain's game. I wasn't even allowed to take pictures, but yet somehow I ended up with like 100 plus pictures and videos because... You know, I was seeing Margasol right there, and Argentina was playing on the other side, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, I really hope people are going to learn from, from, from this entire event. It's going to be tough, though. Um, you look at the group, and, you know, Croatia were Czech at Republic. the Olympics. Yeah. Spain is obviously Spain. Czech Republic, mm-hmm. you know, they have a couple of... Uh, Fantastic players, Montenegro um, can, have always kind of underwhelmed, um, but uh, you know obviously have loads of talent, and even Hungary, you know, um, you know they haven't been there since 1999, and uh, the f- time before that was uh, 1969, I think is what it was. Let me look that up, but um, you know, so it's uh, yeah, 1969. So it's gonna be anything but easy. Um, what do you, what do you think about the the chances and uh, 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 about the team? I mean, you know the I would I I will have to admit, and you know the Romanian team better than I do. What do you what do you think this team will have to do um, to you know the goal is obviously to get you know that fourth spot. 
um, you know, maybe instead of hung, you know, uh, Hungary and, and, and I don't know who's the maybe Montenegro get ahead of those two. But what do you think that they have to do to get um, to get a spot in the knockout stage and, and go to Istanbul? Oh, my God, this is going to be difficult. I'm not going to lie. Like as much as I love basketball and as much as I love my country, I cannot be, you know, with my head in the skies and be like, oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. We're gonna snatch that fourth place, and why not even better than that and go uh, for? That's too. That's too much to even dream about. I, I think. Yes, I can, I cannot do that. Of course, we are all hopeful. Big things are going to happen. I I hope the team comes together as a group, as a real team, and just show off and give their best on the court. That's all I can hope for right now. Yeah. Well, like I said, man, that's a that's not a. It's not an easy group. I don't think there's any easy group, and I think that's one of the beauties about the Eurobasket is that yes. every group is, is has got at least like you know two, three, um, you know, really monster teams, um, and, but everybody is has has fantastic teams in it. So um, let's let's shift away from 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 Eurobasket and um, kind of come back to you, um, maybe. What's it like for you? Um, I mean, you're you're kind of experiencing uh, Romanian basketball in a second way in this regard. You were a referee um, uh, in men's games as well, uh, and now being a woman in 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 the men's game, what what is your um, you know you know this is the second year that you've had that you've been there in the in the position of of at least you know solid leadership. You know, I mean, you're not you know, not the number one, uh, you know, person in the management, but you, you have loads and, um, you do lots of things, as we said, we're responsible for lots of things. <laughs> um, what's, what's been your impression of the reception of, of, uh, being a woman in the, in the, in this business? It's a very difficult thing to do, or at least at first, you know, luckily I managed to tackle it just in time, but I have to be honest and admit I did have to face adversity coming from men. Like, I'm a woman, okay, like the first thing they think about is she's a girl, she doesn't know too much about this, and she's very young, like how experienced can she be? What can she bring along? What can she do to improve things? She cannot do much, you know? So I had uh, a very tough period, and I'm happy it was not that long of time. It was just, I don't know, three months, four months, until I managed to convince everyone I deserve to be where I'm at. And, you know, I, I got accepted, and, uh, accepted to the group, and everyone's perception have, has changed towards me, and that definitely helped me improve, uh, helped me do my work better and feel better at the workplace do you i mean it's not just a bunch of 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 men in the in the gym you know there's you know there's families that come to the gym you know and and you know they bring their their daughters as well um there's women who love the game uh, just as much as men do and i'm sure they come to 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 the games as well um do you sense that you might even be a role model for, oh. for, for younger for younger women for girls I just got emotional right now <laughs> just thinking about this um, I hope I am honestly I hope I am because you know I grew up having a role model right in my country and here I'm talking about a former president of uh, our basketball federation I'm talking about uh, Miss Carmen Tocalo and that definitely hit a nerve at one point and uh, erased all my frustrations and made me more ambitious and more focused towards what I want to do basketball-wise and where I want to be. Uh, so I really hope little girls see me as that because, you know, if you really want something, why, why stop? because of something that's irrelevant like mm -hmm. just focus mm -hmm. on doing you 
and invest in your education, invest in your your mindset and your mental health altogether, you know, because that's definitely important in this this game and become what you want to become. Like, I, I think we, we live in a world where right now nothing can stop you. Okay, maybe we're paid less. Does it really matter like that if you get to, to have an impact on, on the world and if it gives you a chance to change something? Like, for me right now, that, that's, not, that's not a problem. You're, you're still very young and, uh, you know, we're still only two years into your, your job now. And you've said that basically everything that you've, uh, used as far as preparation, all of your degrees and, 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 um, you know, and, and internships, whatnot, you know, has, has all sort of prepared you, um, you know, almost everything you've done. Um, what about goals for you? I mean, you're, you know, you're one of the higher ups for a, a team in Romania. Um, you know, you're in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a country where basketball, you know, is, is, um, you know, we said it's kind of, uh, maybe up and coming if you want to call it that. Uh, what about goals for you? I mean, obviously we, we, we talked and, and you said you're, you're very happy, very satisfied right now. And I know from you, you know, from my time with you that, that you're always someone who kind of, you know, tries to look ahead a little bit, you know, what about as, as far as goals for you, um, let's say midterm, let's say, you know, even three, five years, not just necessarily one, two, but maybe three, five years, what kind of goals uh, do you have for yourself? As a basketball person? In, in, the, in the world of basketball, yeah. Okay. Well, the goals I have for myself are kind of big, you know, because I set my mind to use this platform I've been giving, not just to make basketball, the sport I love most, a more popular sport, and to get people to watch and attend our games, but to also, um, so what I want to do, in the next three to five years is to introduce basketball to kids of very young ages, just like uh, people do in the northern countries, you know, with, uh, I don't know if you know, that's what they do uh, in Norway, for instance, with handball players. Like they have these programs for um, handball in kindergarten. So as of this season, we are trying to do the same. Um, And, what I would really, really like to do is develop our uh, infrastructure. Like my city, even though it's the uh, third or fourth biggest city in Romania, has only one outdoor basketball court, and that is in, uh, in the backyard of a school because someone has just put um, a rim on a board and they're calling it a basketball court, you know. I, I, I think that is extremely sad. And uh, that's why we have founded a basketball academy, which is, is not just a basketball school, as you can already tell. But to me, it's, it kind of turned into a project, you know, to give people a chance to play basketball outside for free. We've just bought um, two basketball systems that we can place anywhere we'd like and just have people come play ball. So actually we're soon going to to host an outdoor event to give um, or to give people interested in, in playing basketball a chance to actually do that in open space, you know? And um I've also transformed this into a project of building and, and remodeling sports facilities and schools gym, school gyms because the facilities where uh, we are organizing our training sessions are not what they should be. So I'm, we are not completely happy about this, but we are trying to make change. So hopefully, I don't know, even by the end of this year, if I've, if we manage to remodel at least one gym, I'm going to be the happiest I've ever been. So, yeah, these are my goals for the next three to five years. Just 
improving basketball in my city and all that comes with it. Um, PLST, is that how the, the club, was, club is called? As, the Ploiești, as soft Ploiești. Ploiești. Yes. Oh, you get that out of that. But <laughs> okay, Ploiești. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's an L. Okay, Ploiești. They were uh, the champion every year between 2004 and 2015, except for one year when Cluj won it. Uh, the last two years, um, Oradea and Yubanka um, uh, Transylvania uh, won the titles. Um, where do you see Timishvara there? And do you think that this is now a, a league where it's going to be, you know, maybe a team can win two out of three? Um, do you see a team maybe becoming a, a another superpower? What do you think about the league um, going forward? I really do think uh, a team wants to be a superpower, and I'm talking about Ubete Cluj. They actually are a superpower, to be honest. Like, why lie? Maybe for some it's too early to say, but I think they're going to win the championship this year as well. Um, they had a great season last year and I can bet money they're going to have another great season. I'm not going to though, because that's not allowed and I do not encourage that. So don't do it. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> uh, so the fight, <laughs> so the fight is basically for, uh, the other top four spots and the Romanian cup. Um, I don't know. Spots two to four are uh, are tough, you know, are tough to discuss because we do have teams uh, that are very strong, like Oradea, uh, Sibiu, Mures, even Pitesht, and we are there as well. We will see what what's gonna happen. We're just at the beginning. We we haven't even started yet, actually. We're getting together on uh, August 14th, and we'll see. Um, do you, have you guys set a goal yet for the next season? It's top four. Top four. Yes. To, to then have a home court advantage in the, in the first round of the playoffs. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. All right. Um, well, with that, I will let you go. Uh, Karina Stiopo, thank you. Poot, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much for telling us about the, um, for many people, the unknown world of Romanian basketball, which uh, hopefully for many people will also become at least a little bit less unknown um, in the coming weeks with Eurobasket. For those who might want to find out more about you, might want to find out more about the club, maybe tell people how they can follow you, how, how, how people can follow the club and on, on social media, whatnot. Well, we are on Facebook and Instagram at BCSCME Timisoara. That's our full name. We have to use it. We are also on LinkedIn. I myself am also on all of these. So for any questions, hit us up. All right. Fantastic. Thank you much. Appreciate it. And it's uh, been it, a pleasure. Enjoy enjoy Eurobasket. Hopefully the hopefully the guys are able to I'm gonna say hopefully the guys are able to win one game. I'm gonna say that. Hopefully they're able to win one game for the fans. Yes, um, that's two. Let's go. <laughs> and uh and again, congratulations on the under twenties. I, I know that you know with the coach being there, there's, there's, there was a little bit of a connection uh, there besides just being uh, 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 um, from the country. Uh, and good luck next year. Thank you so much, and thank you once again for having me. All right, um, great stuff. Uh, loads of uh, wonderful information there. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I know you probably don't get uh, much uh, information about Romanian basketball. That was kind of another reason why I wanted to get uh, Karina on the show, um, you know, because uh, I know that, 
you know, I've been able to, you know, and let's say introduce kind of in a way, uh, some different countries and, uh, and, uh, sort of basketball in those countries and whatnot. So, uh, I wanted to, uh, get a chance to, uh, talk to her. Uh, it's pretty interesting stuff going on right now there in the country, also basketball wise. And, uh, it's going to be, you know, I, I think they're going to have a hard time, uh, you know, you know, just to be brutally honest, I guess, you know, I, I, I think they're good. They should be kind of almost happy if they win a game. Romania at Eurobasket, you know, I mean, Hungary, I think is, you know, you gotta, you gotta get, you, you definitely without a doubt need to beat hung, uh, Hungary. Um, and let's just see really quick. See if I can find how quick it is. Uh, looking to see like when they, when they play, um, who they play in what order. Because uh, that could kind of uh, give them an idea about maybe what order that they could uh, maybe grab the win. So that, even that first game against Czech Republic is really big because that's kind of the other team that you think you might be able to, um, you know, maybe put put behind you, maybe, um, but at least have a good strong showing. Uh, then uh, next day you play Croatia, and then a day off, and then you have Spain. Uh, but you know, look at the, the you know. Uh, so you have the Spain game, and then after that, on, on September 5th, you have Romania against hung, um, Hungary. And then the final game of the group for them after a day off is um, is the Montenegro game. You know, maybe Montenegro is a team that you think you can put behind them instead of the Czechs. They're probably, maybe the Czechs are probably maybe further along. Uh, but even Hungary, you know, Hungary, you know... Uh, it's a decent hungry team too. Montenegro's always had good talent. They've always kind of underwhelmed. underwhelmed. So, um, all right. So I need to. I'm gonna let you run with that. Uh, the last thing I need to do is to let you know what you're going to be listening to. The song is called "You Will Always Bring Me Flowers," and it is by Shannon and the Clams. We have had Shannon and the Clams on before on the show. Um, so this is another one from them and they, this, uh, song is available on freemusicarchive.org as almost all of the music. So enjoy it. Enjoy the FIBA Asia cup and, uh, starting on Friday going until the following s- Saturday. So the, um, the 11th to the 19th is the FIBA under 16 European championship in Montenegro. So, uh, Next time you hear from me, it, that will be from Montenegro at the under-16. So definitely have more information about the under-16 there. Enjoy, and we'll talk to you from Podgorica.
How you doing? This is Andre Blatch from the Philippine national team. You're listening to Taking the Charge 